Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. We provide straightforward information by bringing excellent guests with real-world experience in all topics related to commercial real estate investing. And in today's episode, we are going to be answering a request from one of our listeners. He requested us to have a discussion on how investors and buyers find deals from working with brokers to cold calling owners to scavenging the MLS and other websites. So I'm very excited. I put a a long list of things that we can all look for deals. And uh, I do have a raspy voice because I finally got the virus and um, I will not comment on my uh, jab status, but let me just say that I am uh, very proud of the Canadian truck drivers and uh, thank God uh, everything is fine with me. It's just my voice is a bit rusty right now. So where to find deals? There are so many places that we can look for deals today thanks to the internet. As we all know, LoopNet is a good place to start looking for commercial properties, but the most popular and most a little bit more modern website is called crexy.com. Even though some brokers post listings on both websites, I would say that you can find different properties on both websites. Number one, LoopNet, you'll be able to find from brokers that have been on the market for a long time and they don't even want to bother posting something on Crexy. And on Crexy, you'll probably even find more properties for sale. And also the younger brokers are all posting their listings on Crexy as well. And on both of these websites, you can search by whatever asset class is of interest to you. And obviously by location, You can see the Google map area. You can drive, quote unquote, up and down via Google map to that location. You can save searches that will be delivered to your inbox. For example, I have searches for self-storage properties across the country. And I also have specific searches for properties uh, in California. So I get those delivered in my inbox daily. And I also have some weekly email alerts for specific markets, like for example, Huntsville, Alabama. So those are two main websites that you can start looking for deals at. And obviously, depending on how experienced you are, you will at some point be able to get deals from people that you know. So. As your network grows in their deal sizes, they will be eventually selling their smaller properties so they can get into bigger properties. And sometimes they will sell these properties to you and you can very likely negotiate. I know many, many people that have bought properties from people that they knew. And because that person, the seller, knew that they would close, They did not involve any brokers. They actually gave the buyer, their friend, a discount. And this happens all the time, believe it or not. It does take time. You have to build a relationship with people. And I said several times here that I went to the Real Estate Guys Summit at Sea. 
at $6,000, but now it has been three years since I went for the first time and I have a relationship with most people there. I can probably call any one of the 200 people that go and they will return my calls. This is huge. And you can do this for your area. There are so many groups out there that meet uh, in person via meetup. Trust me, at some point you will have access to deals from these people. You just have to know who to build these relationships with. Another thing you can do is to put yourself on mailing lists for your asset class. So there are brokers that specialize in your asset class and this can be any asset class. So how do you get access to these mailing lists? You simply type in on the search bar, car wash brokers, and you will see a few of them that only specialize in car washes. You can type whatever it is that you want and you just start putting yourself on their mailing lists on their websites. I get so many emails every single day from brokers that I signed up with a while ago that sell properties in the asset classes that I'm interested in. And eventually somebody signed me up for multifamily deals, which I personally never signed up to. But now I'm getting multifamily deals. But the point is that the more you do, the more you're going to start seeing all kinds of deals coming from different areas. And then you'll be able to see what kind of broker has actually decent deals, right? So for instance, I know that a couple of brokers that specialize in self-storage, they always overprice their properties for sale. And it's an absurd what they try to get the properties to sell for. I will never look at a deal from them again. And on the other hand, I might sell my properties with them. So just like anything else in life, it it just takes time and effort to learn all of these things. You got to put in the time. Another thing that I have interviewed people here before that they have purchased deals this way before is on the cold calling side that this listener mentioned. There have been people that have been here and they we're just cold calling property owners and they just build a relationship with these people over time. Now, sometimes it takes one to two years of cold calling the same people and it can be every six months. You just have to take good notes on what each seller tells you or owner. And if they tell you that they have a family or if they might want to get a call back from you in six months, follow up in six months, take notes of everything that they tell you. That way, when you reach out to them in six months, you know, hey, how is your wife doing? Or how is your cat? Whatever they told you, (laughs) they will really appreciate that because nobody else is doing that. So following up with these people is incredibly important. Now, there are ways to get these lists. I'm not going to go there because... I'm sure there are so many episodes from other people out there that will tell you how to get these phone numbers and things like that. I'm not going to be cold calling. I'm not going to be paying people to cold call. I don't think that's worth my time. But some people do have strategies in cold calling and it works for them. So that's another option. 
Another thing that I have mentioned before, work as a commercial broker. You will get first-hand access to deals. You can even put your commission in the deal. And the seller will not have to pay the other half of the commission for you know, the entire 5 or 6%. They will just pay your side. Or you can even negotiate and say, look, I won't charge you any commission. Just give me a deal. So as a commercial broker, you're going to be finding and getting access to a lot of deals. Not only deals that you are farming, but deals that people in the brokerage firm that you're working at have. This is huge. You can partner up with them. The possibilities there are endless. Another idea is to follow up on other deals that did not close. For example, I have a document that is titled Revisit in Q3 of this year. And that document has a list of properties that I think are potentially decent deals if they stay in the market for a long time. They're good properties. They're, in my opinion, overpriced, so I don't think they will sell. But I want to see if they are still available in three quarters or two quarters and make an offer at that time if they are still available for sale. And I just checked some of these properties on my list and most of them are still for sale. They're all in California. (laughs) But, you know, that was the point of that list to save properties in certain markets that I think are not going to be selling soon because they're a bit overpriced and because of all, you know, the the mess that has, has been happening over the last two years and that some sellers may really, really, really want to sell at some point soon if they don't sell right now. So that's another thing that you can do. And on that same note, you can still go to Craxy.com and you can do your advanced search and search for whatever type of property you're looking for. And you can also search for the property that has been for sale longer than, let's say, 90 days. You will start to understand what kind of properties are available that have not sold. Obviously, there is a reason that they haven't sold. So one of them can be price. Others can be something else, that there is some deferred maintenance. But the beauty of it is that now they're probably more open to negotiating. And properties that are there for 90 days, not everybody is really taking a look at them (laughs) right now. So you'll be one of the few people that actually reach out for these properties that are for sale for a while. Another thing that you can do is you can save OMs or whatever property information, emails that you get from the brokers of properties that may have been taken out of the market a few months ago and the seller still is open to selling, but nobody knows that it is for sale because it was just taken out of the market. An example is a few months ago, I did not have time to look at some self-storage properties that were for sale. And then I followed up with some of the brokers about three or four months after I received that first email message. And at least two of them were still, they were out of the market, but the broker said, well, the, the seller is still open for selling it. 
I just need to come with a potentially serious buyer, you know, for me to revive that deal. That's beautiful because then I also knew I could still negotiate, right? Another thing that you can do, and this does exist right now, and, and super advanced people that are taking real estate investments serious, they are today building AI models, artificial intelligence models, to analyze properties that are a good fit for them. I literally met somebody that built a model for uh, one of these companies that flip homes. And what they did is they gave all of the data on all of the best deals that they ever had. And so now the AI model knows what properties available for sale today that will be a very good fit with the previous properties that sold successfully. And now it's feeding them these properties that are a good deal and will flip for X whatever percentage that they're looking for. And this is saving these investors thousands and thousands and thousands of hours and also making them <laughs> probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because by the time that a person was analyzing these properties and they figured out that this particular property is going to be a good fit. That might have been sold by the time that they figured that out. And with an AI model, it'll tell you right away, this is the property to buy, go get it done. You can hire engineers to do that through upwork.com. And you can also find companies that are building those AI models for yourself, depending on what your budget is. So there are many ways to approach that. And this option here is for people who really are taking their investments very, very seriously and they want to take it to the next level. This is for people who really want to differentiate themselves from the masses because not everybody is doing something like this. And the ones that do and start doing it soon and adopting technology and looking for other ways to do their jobs better will definitely come ahead of the pack. But, you know, at the same time, in real estate, you can still be successful by not doing things like this and literally doing one deal at a time with people that you know. And that is also perfectly fine. So these are options for different personalities and goals. Do you want to be a billionaire and raise money from very wealthy people and have to deal with all these investors? Or do you want to be a multimillionaire and just, you know, be fine with, I don't know, two, three properties that are giving you a very, very comfortable living? Different games for different people. And other non-conventional ways of finding deals are uh, websites like bizbysell.com, B-I-Z buysell.com. You can search for whatever kind of business you're looking for. Sometimes you come across a self-storage facility there. You can search on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, it doesn't come <laughs> on a regular basis, but it's another non-conventional way of looking for properties and whatever market you're interested in. You can look on Craigslist as well. 
I <laughs> love Craigslist. I still use it to this day. And there are many people that still use it to list their things. You can even look on eBay. So I gave many, many, many different options here for finding deals. Everything is work and it takes investment of your time or money. And you don't have to find the absolute perfect deal out there before buying something. So even though some people say, oh, go, deals go to Craxi to die or LoopNet to die, there are still deals that are being sold there. And you can still find properties that you're able to negotiate uh, that are actually available online for sale. It's just a matter of where the upside is, how you can add value. And we all know that you can learn about all of these things by going to industry-specific conferences. You can go to retail conferences. You can go to self-storage, car wash, anything that you can dream of. They have conferences for that industry that you can learn many ways to add value. You can build relationships there. You will meet people that will be able to help you and hopefully you'll be able to help others as well. Yeah, the, the, the possibilities are truly endless. I hope that this was useful to you. And if you guys have any topic that you'd like me to cover, please do reach out and let me know at our website, monicarlorei.com. I will be more than happy to do an episode for your specific question. And I will see you next time.